honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on the Paladino Live Network. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Wigan Timberwolves fans, are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podman, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Audible, Podbean, <laughs> Stitcher, Double Twist, and blah, 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 blah. I'm sure there's other apps out there that you can listen to the show and really appreciate each and every one of them. Uh, just kind of mentioning the ones I know about for sure that are on there. Uh, great to be back aboard with you once again today. Thank you once and always for downloading and listening to the show. Really, really, really appreciate it. Nice to see the sun poking through a little bit as it was kind of a dark, dank morning. Nice to be able to get a little life in the situation. Well, it's kind of similar here after a very dark, nasty, uh, <laughs> awful performance against the Philadelphia Flyers. I mean, 76ers. I'm just playing around. The Wild actually were rescued by Philadelphia last night. Finally ended their losing streak after they'd been demolished by uh, Toronto and, and then Calgary twice. I'm sure you guys care so much, right? But I care, damn it. I also care that the Wolves got demolished by the Philadelphia 76ers last Friday. It's just funny. But then come back and beat Cleveland and Golden State. So once again, two out of three ain't bad. Thank you, Meatloaf. And God rest his soul, of course. <laughs> we'll just always refer to Meatloaf with the two out of three deal. Uh, let's get to the uh, Philadelphia game. Let's get the crappy thing over with. Uh, yeah, two months uh, two months since since Christmas already at this point. Wow, February 25th. Only ten months to go? Okay, sorry, I'll stop. Yes, it's Christmas. It's not the holidays. Doggone it. You can call every holiday the holiday. Whatever holiday it is and call it by its name. Anyhow... Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I have to say about this one. Um, the Wolves didn't show up to play. Joel Embiid did most of what he wanted to do. Anthony Edwards has been playing with the injured knee, and it shows. Uh, he's just been struggling. 5 of 13 from the floor. Jared Vanderbilt wasn't very good in this game either. Wasn't much of a factor. Even Jared Vanderbilt wasn't much of a factor. Just breaks your heart. Good week for Jaden McDaniels, in my humble opinion. Torian Prince, I thought was good most of the week. Carl, 8 of 19. He wasn't that bad, but generally speaking, the Wolves just were bad. Like, Jared Vanderbilt with a terrible Paul foul on uh, on uh, your your old friend James Harden there, following him on a three-pointer. Just ugh, stupid, lousy, that type of thing. Yep, Jake Lehman and Josh Okoge are in the game. That's a sign that things probably didn't go so well. No Malik Beasley, but I don't think it would have mattered. Uh, apparently, Leandro Bromero has been playing really well in the G League, so that's really cool. Apparently, he's been yeah, he's been he's been lighting up the G League, uh, which is a good thing. I'm glad the G League exists. It's like a little Triple A club, like sending the Wild, uh, sending a Minnesota Wild prospect down to the AHL. Unfortunately, the G League and the, and the AHL aren't as aren't as comparable as you'd like to believe. G League players have a hell of a time getting into lineup where an AHL prospect, like a young star prospect in the system, can become you know one of your best players very quickly, as long as they actually were a legitimate prospect. So it's a little different than the NBA, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, let's digress back to where we need to be. Unless it's harder. Yeah, I mean, the lineups are smaller in the NBA. That's just bottom line. I mean, hockey, you'll play four lines and three defense pairings. So 
yeah, that's a lot of players, you know, getting getting time out there regularly. You can't just say, oh, fourth line's not playing at all tonight. They're just going to rot on the bench. <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way in hockey. Um, yeah, that's about how much I, that's about as excited as I am to talk about this game. It just didn't work out at all. It was about what you, what you saw in the past couple of years versus the Philadelphia 76ers. And I'm sure they're really happy they're playing Tobias, uh, paying Tobias Harris, what, $35 million a year. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he puts up nice numbers sometimes, but not in this game. Pretty, pretty lame, mediocre, definitely not worth that kind of money. Uh, but enough about Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings. You know, enough about that. Tyrese Maxey looks great out there. Transition defense sucks. Uh, perimeter defense sucks. So... <laughs> <laughs> what else is there to say? Let's get going. Um, let's just move on to the next game because it's, you know, depressing and all that. So the Minnesota Timberwolves played the Cleveland Cavaliers. The defense still was pretty mediocre at best. Uh, another depleted roster. And in this case, uh, gosh, I'll get back to the last part. I'll, I'll get to the, the final play much later. Well, one of the final plays, final meaningful play anyway. Uh, Kevin Love, wonderful in the game. Nice to see him play well. It's funny, though, he didn't get a whole lot of rebounds. He was definitely a hell of a rebounder earlier in his career. But um, nowadays, not so much with the Cleveland Cavaliers as he's older. But a nice spark plug off the bench. Uh, definitely can uh, put up some put up some numbers, though, at times. He's, he's picked it up after a really, 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 really slow start to the season. Uh, now he's uh, showing more and more what he can do. So, uh, Larry Markkinen, mediocre at best. Evan Mobley definitely got a nice future in the league. Jared Allen and Carl Anthony Towns, it was a nice back and forth between those two. Uh, just wonderful week by Jaden McDaniels. Those 17 points off the bench here, he had 10 versus the Philadelphia 76ers, but didn't add the steals and blocks like he had in the past. But again, the defense just continues to stink. Generally speaking, you're seeing a lot of trans, uh, bad transition defense, but in this one, perimeter especially. The Wolves got scorched from beyond the arc, or at least it felt that way. Um, it's weird to think. Uh, they shot 40%. That's not that bad. Or not, I mean, it's bad against us, but it's not as bad as it could be. The overall Cavaliers, though, they shot 53% from the floor. You know, they had kind of an easy time out there. And again, Kevin Love made half of his threes. Pretty much the starters stunk, like uh, Laurie Market and Evan Mobley. Isaac Okoro shooting a little too many threes. And Isaac Okoro struggled from the floor most of the game with Kevin Love and Seti Osman, except for the final shot of the meaningful shot of the game. What the hell was he doing? Like, that was terrible. His ninth attempt, it was the kind of play, it reminded me of Anthony Peeler, where you say you're holding your little ticket in your hand just because you, you just are, because maybe you're nervous or something, you want to hold on to something. And I literally shredded the thing and threw it over the balcony. That's how mad I was. Yes, I violated. Uh, that's, a, that's a violation. I probably could have gotten in trouble for that. I don't think I would have been kicked out or whatever, but this was back in the day. Anthony Peeler with the Timberwolves. Where, seriously, are, are you just trying to draw a foul on a three-point shot with, like, seven seconds remaining? Are you a freaking moron? Are you stupid? Shoot the damn ball, you dumbass. Or, like, take a better shot. Just, just like, what are you doing? So, stuff like that would have pissed me off. I mean, I bet Cleveland fans were, like, throwing bricks at their TV on that play. Thanks for the 21 points and 5 of 9 and all that cute stuff. Every damn shot he took was a 3, which is cute and everything. I think that's another thing that's... That's like a disease in the NBA nowadays. Like some, and some certain college players too, it's like that. Oh, he took 25 shots, all from downtown. It's like, oh, great. That's cute. Like, come on, guys. You know, balance it out a little bit. Can you balance it out and broaden it out a little bit? I mean, <laughs> three, 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 three. We don't care about threes here. What do you think of that? Okay, I'm just kidding. 
I'm not quite that bad about it. I'll admit, I shot plenty of threes, and I and when you play the video games, you know, you shoot plenty of threes, just, but not every damn shot, you know, <laughs> it's kind of too much. And that attempt by Seti Osman was awful. Like, what are you doing, Osman? Come on, Aussie. What are you doing, buddy? What are you doing? <laughs> I would have been, yeah, I would have been flipping out. But thanks. Thanks, Osman. Thank you. Thank you. Good on you, buddy. <laughs> I, I appreciated it. Give the damn ball to Jared Allen, why don't you? 90% from the floor. 21 points. 90% from the floor. Did you hear what I just said? Seriously, give him the damn ball. Only 10 attempts and he had 21 points. Do you realize that? <laughs> That's what's, again, what more can I say here? Ha have I made my point about shooting too many threes? Have I made my point? Have I? I mean, 10 attempts for Jared Allen and he made nine of them. Come on, people. Come on, people. Come on, people. Wake up. Wake up. Laurie Markkinen. He's supposedly a like a forward, like power forward. Doesn't really look like one out there much. But, yeah, one of six from three, two of seven from the floor. It's okay to shoot threes, but balance things out a little bit. Yeah, I think I made my point. I'm, I'm, should I? Should I? Okay, I'm going to tire people out, and you're probably already switching me off. Unfortunately, things might uh, be leaning that direction anyway. I, I don't know. It's unfortunate. There's a million other podcasts out there I know, and you know too, and I'm the, I'm the beautiful little flower that got covered up by a bunch of weeds over the years. And that's just reality. It's reality. Timberwolves Explosion is a beautiful little flower that isn't, you know, that doesn't have 9 million uh, steroids in it so it can grow and be like, you know, <laughs> so it could grow like a giant beanstalk. Uh, sorry, that, sorry, I just don't have that kind of backing. And then here comes everyone else. Boom. <laughs> Gigantic dandelions and God knows what else choking me out over the years. <sighs> well, let's talk about the Warriors game on Tuesday. Depleted roster again. Uh, so, of course, again, Cleveland did not have your your uh, friend uh, Garland, which well, the Wolves would have loved to have on our roster, but that's okay. As long as D'Angelo Russell shows up and plays, which he did most of this weekend. God bless him for that. Malik Beasley shot the lights out. Carl Anthony Towns was awesome everywhere he went the entire night. 39 total points. D'Angelo Russell had his big moments. Patrick Beverly just, he does so many good things for this club. Uh, he blocks shots. He, he, he rebounds the ball, he passes, his defense is incredible, and he had a crappy shooting night. But I'll digress back to where I'd like to be. Torian Prince, again, back to being Mr. Valuable again. He's not having his 20 to 25 point games like he did a few weeks ago when it was the Prince in the Palace. And I uh, titled the show that. He was an easy choice for me for that week. Uh, wonderful week for Torian Prince about three weeks ago now, I think it was. Jared Vanderbilt's forgetting how to rebound for some reason a little bit. Not a single double-double throughout the entire week. In fact, not a double-digit statistic the entire week. Except for turn... No, I'm kidding. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> McDaniel's a little quieter in this game. Things kind of tapered off for him. Carl Anthony Towns, only six three-pointers attempted, but he made half of them. See? And yes, he's the three-point champion. He's a spectacular three-point shooter. He's one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA, and he's the best big man three-point shooter of all time. But I'm glad he's not pulling a Chris Webber launching 15 three-pointers a game. You know, you you just don't need to do that. You have assets in your abilities that other players don't have. So utilize those as well. Thank you, Carl, for doing that in this game. <laughs> Rebounding continues to be something that's, uh, well, I, I, I mean, I guess it was balanced around a bit. I mean, Jordan McLaughlin got five off the bench. That's cute and everything. Again, Beasley, 7 of 11. Love that. Love 7 of 11. That's beautiful. Wonderful shooting. 6 of 9 from downtown. 
Guards shooting threes, okay, I get it, but it is kind of a bummer. You only attempted two shots in front of the three-point line, but I suppose if you're hot, you're hot, so I can't complain too much about that. Um, Jalen Noel, he's been kind of getting back in the rotation, barely, God bless him, and it's nice to see Noel and McLaughlin playing together. I think that's cool. Uh, one of McLaughlin's two assists was a beauty, an absolute beauty of a lead pass of Jalen Noel that, so you might watch the game, and think, okay, that's just, you know, yeah, it's just a routine play. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's the kind of play, if any of us tried to do it, it'd be like, holy crap, you know, we would have been, we would have, like, been gobbled up, basically. It would have never happened. Um, the timing of the pass and the the first step, in, or, well, the quickness of continuing in stride by Jalen Noel was a beautiful play. It was awesome, and it just continues to show you, no matter who they are coming off the bench, they have special skills, these guys, no doubt about it, and Obviously, you know, like Jordan McLaughlin is an NBA point guard. He is. He's not a starter. He, he absolutely is not a starter. But he has a passing. Uh, he has passing skills that are excellent. Uh, not just for flash, because it's not about flash most of the time. It's about the timing. It's about execution, right? Right. <laughs> that's that's what it's really all about. Uh, and then Jalen Noel's uh, ability to kind of just keep keep it in stride rather than hesitate, because if he hesitates for a split second, nothing happens there. It's just an ugly play. It's probably a turnover at the end of the day. The ball just bounces away. Great play, guys. <laughs> and it's just, that was a notable thing that I, I know you're thinking about this game, and you're thinking, that's what Joey has to talk about? Well, it was it was interesting. It was just a good play, and I like stuff like that. I just love the little things. Stuff like that is how you win basketball games. That, you know, and, you know, it's just everybody's spirits are higher. And by the way, Mr. A.E. with his gigantic chain and gargantuan A.E. <laughs> hanging, dangling from his uh, pendant, you could call it, dangling from his chain necklace. Okay, necklace, chain, whatever the heck it is. Expensive item that costs a lot of money that I would not be able to, yeah, afford. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> regardless if I'm on a rookie contract or a huge one, I'm not going to be able to afford that. No, I, I, yeah, I don't care. It's not affordable for me in the in the normal life. Uh, didn't play in the game because, of course, the sore knee and this and that. A lot of people encouraging him to just kind of take it easy for a little while because Anthony Edwards is kind of the anti-NBA guy in a lot of ways where somebody like, particularly in the past, a D'Angelo Russell or whoever else, would sit out two or three games here and there or back-to-backs and this and that but it's because it's load management load management, you know, give them a break, jeez, and they get hurt, whatever, they're out three times longer than other sports, regardless of what the injury, they're out forever, and then you got Anthony Edwards, who was just going to fight through it, fight through it, fight through it, but unfortunately was really struggling, his field goal percentage is terrible, and well, well, (laughs) now he sits out, and obviously Golden State was, uh, Golden State can't cry shorthanded if we don't have Anthony Edwards, right, (laughs) so that, that makes a difference as well. Thankfully, though, D'Angelo Russell, Carlton Towns, absolutely dominated in the game. Russell didn't dominate. He didn't shoot that great, but he hit some big shots. One of his two threes was a biggie, you know, really helped the Wolves kind of get things going in the right direction. And again, Beasley shot wonderfully off the bench. Carlton Towns, absolutely great, posting up and some of those mid-range shots. Like, there's mid-range shots in his arsenal, no question about it. And he did make half of his threes, only three of six from downtown. Carlton Towns has played so well against the Golden State Warriors over the years, and I really appreciate that. Uh, really appreciate what Carl has brought to the table against the Golden State Warriors. Yes, there was no uh, what's-his-face. You know, <laughs> there's no what's-his-face. I'm just messing around. 
There was no Clay Thompson. Of course, James Wiseman is, you know, he hasn't been playing at all, basically, all season. Andre Godala's ancient history, uh, and he's been inactive. Uh, Nemanja Bielica, who has actually hurt us in the past, particularly with Sacramento, injury, illness type of deal, did not play. Draymond Green, the guy, the big boy, didn't play either. Otto Porter Jr., I don't know what's happened to that guy. He's just buried on the bench. Wasn't he supposed to be, like, good and stuff? <laughs> Gary Payton the second, extensive minutes. Andrew Wiggins didn't have the best game. He had an, you know, this is Andrew Wiggins. This is Minnesota Timberwolves, Andrew Wiggins the last couple of years. Minus the seven rebounds and four assists and two. Okay, never mind. How about just the field goal percentage and the points? <laughs> yeah, he actually did do other things. So good good job, Andrew, <laughs> which he almost never did here. He, okay, let's, let's look at this here. Five of 13. From the floor, meh. Two of six, meh. Well, yeah, it's meh. Uh, 12 points. So you think, yep, that's freaking Andrew Wiggins. Not to mention a minus 13 and, a, and four personal fouls, like out of control and sucks at defense, blah, blah, blah. And the three turnovers. But then he added a steal, two blocks, four assists, and seven rebounds. You know what those numbers would have been if he was still here most of the time? As much as I loved the guy and I was crying and praying to God, he would bring back what he had a couple of years earlier when he was so clutch. And you'd have those 30-point games against the Clippers and the, and the Sixers and teams like that. You know, and Cleve, Cleveland, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it would be like, a lot of times there's like two rebounds, maybe maybe one assist, no blocks, maybe a steal. Or maybe no steals, maybe one block. Maybe. And then the 12 points and blah, blah, blah. That's what always drove us crazy in the past with Andrew Wiggins. With that said, the Lone Wolf Award winner for this episode is Carl Anthony Towns. An amazing week. He is the best player on the Timberwolves. There's no question about it. He is the MVP of the Timberwolves this season. Uh, there were moments where Andrew Wiggins was. I just called him Andrew Wiggins. Anthony Edwards was. <laughs> There's moments where Anthony Edwards was. DeAndre Russell really, 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 really picked it up. Somebody who is an MVP candidate every night he steps on the floor is Patrick Beverly. Another one is Jared Matterbelt. Those are two guys that I keep thinking about. Could, could be, they would fit right into the 96 Bulls, wouldn't they? Wouldn't they fit right in with the 96 Bulls? Imagine Patrick Beverly instead of Randy frickin' Brown or something. Think about that. Just imagine Patrick Beverly instead of Randy Brown. Like, there's no doubt what a difference that would make. And then Jared Vanderbilt on the Bulls as well. Along with like a Rod, you know, like <laughs> he could like be like a, like like another Rodman. Rodman to, to another Rodman. <laughs> like, like a lesser Rodman. Rodman and Rodman Light. Wouldn't that be cool? The Bulls would be even better with those two guys versus, say, Judd Bushler, Bill Wennington, somebody like that. You have Jared Vanderbilt instead. Think about that. You know, let's just say Judd Bushler, because that's pretty much about the role. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much about where Vanderbilt would be. But I got to think he'd get way more minutes than a Judd Bushler. A, a guy like that, like, you know, a, a forward coming off the bench. Uh, even further back to Will Purdue. But Purdue produced. Purdue produced. Do you like that? Dennis Rodman in a trade, so yeah, that kind of worked out pretty well for the Bulls. It kind of worked. It was, it was okay. Then you had Luke for Stacey King, of course, thanks to uh, our franchise making that beautiful trade. Beautiful trade, but then again, Luke Lally wasn't that good, and he hated us, so he hated us, and he was miserable everywhere he went, unfortunately, which is kind of sad. That's sad. He didn't even enjoy it in Chicago, man. Really? You didn't have fun in Chicago? Really, dude? <laughs> what a what a wanker! <laughs> what a flog! 
Yep, obviously he's an Aussie and yeah, Aussie slang. And of course, a lot of you listening are from Australia as well. So, which I just absolutely adore. Thank you guys so much. The Johnny Floyd Memorial for this week. Does anybody really stick out? Uh, I don't want to give it to Jared Vanderbilt. I really don't. He almost could get it though, because he he had a down week, man. He had a down week. It, it's 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 it, he really did. For here, let's put it this way. This will be like a light, gentle one. Because there's nobody really, I'm, I'm like, what the hell happened to him? You know, McDaniels was solid. Carl was the best. Uh, D'Angelo Russell was very solid. Patrick Beverly, I'm never giving him anything bad, really. Unless he really sucks, which is not going to happen. Nas Reap is really efficient in the time he played. Jalen Noel, efficient. Prince, wonderful. Beasley had like one meh game and then was has been great. The whole, it was great. McLaughlin. Jared, it's you, buddy. It's you. It's you, Jared. This is a... This is not because Jared Vanderbilt was terrible this week. This is because Jared Vanderbilt was terrible for his standards this week. What do you think of that? So that's actually kind of a compliment mixed into the complaint with Jared Vanderbilt. Jared, you're better. Jared, you're better than that. That's basically the Johnny Flynn, a very gentle Johnny Flynn to Jared Vanderbilt. Because I can't believe I'm giving him one. But I, he, he, it's him. He's the last choice here. He's he's the only one remaining on the on the table. So it's you, Jared. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. You you know you're one of my favorites, and maybe you'll get the maybe you'll get the lone wolf next week. We'll see. Go get your 17 rebounds tonight versus OKC, and we'll talk about those Thunder right after this. And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion. I know. A goofy four-game stretch. You know why? You know why it's goofy? We play Oklahoma City and Portland. That's it. Oklahoma City and Portland. Twice. I like that. <laughs> Very easy. The only sad part is it's going to be, yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll see. <laughs> it might be too short in a way. Okay, see, how about that? Okay, see, Thunder. We get to play them for the first time since earlier in the season anyway. We're up 2-0 to zero on the series. 98 because it doesn't show the dates anymore, which is really dumb. Come on, Yahoo. Bring the dates back. Why, why, why would you do that? And I don't want to dig and look for that. What for? We played them earlier in the season. 
unless it was like a week or two ago, which I, which would be easier to remember. Timberwolves beat OKC in Target Center 98-90 and then went to Oklahoma City, which we are doing tonight, and beat them by 30 points. 30 points. Let's look that up. 135 to 105. So I will backtrack on this one. This was Jan the 7th, Friday, Jan the 7th. So literally two months ago, literally. Well, figuratively, literally, whatever the hell the word is. It's because February is shorter, that's why. Right. Uh, Andrew Wiggins wasn't on the roster. It didn't matter. D'Angelo Russell... 27 points, just nailed everything. Lucas Dort, Aaron Aaron Wiggins was on the roster for Oklahoma City, which is just... <laughs> I'm sorry, that's really funny. I remember looking at that and kind of chuckling. Could there... There has to be some kind of relation because Mitchell Wiggins was from North Carolina. And then he married a Canadian Olympian. And then they moved to Toronto because... Canadian, and that's where Andrew was born. Aaron Wiggins is from Greensboro, North Carolina. Interesting. There's got to be a relation. He doesn't really look like him that much. Just his hair, that's it, which, you know, yeah, he has. He does his hair similarly. And he's number 21 instead of 22. There probably is a relation somewhere. Uh, second round pick, 25th uh, in the second round, so very late, actually. But he's good. He's kind of good for a you know guy just kind of coming in. And on a team like this, it's, it's a golden opportunity. Uh, Twenty, uh, excuse me. He averages twenty-two minutes a game, seven points, three and a half rebounds. It's okay. It's all right. His shooting percentage from downtown is awful, thirty. But his overall field goal percentage is forty-six point seven. <laughs> That's not bad actually. So go Aaron. Go Aaron. He got to start at forward in the game. Again, good for him. And yeah, he's a he's shorter, six foot six, two hundred. He's what Michael Jordan was in his early days, basically, just uh, just at two hundred and six six. Kind of cool. So he's a very small small forward. <clears throat> SGA had a crappy game. He's obviously all star level talent with OKC, but had a crappy game. Four of eleven from the floor, missed everything from outside. Sorry, I don't know why I'm going over an old game, but uh, it's just I, I get a kick out of Aaron Wiggins, guys like that. I, I think it's cool how. You think about Andrew Wiggins and torching the Oklahoma City Thunder with those 40-point nights and this and that. It was fun. Um, but unfortunately, I only have two games to talk about, so it's like might as well come up with some stuff. Paycom Center, whatever that means, right? No, I'm kidding. It's a company, but I don't know much about it. Josh Giddy is better giddy up with a sore right hip. I know, that's real funny. Lugas Dort uh, with a shoulder injury as of Valentine's Day, so ouch. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> uh, Oklahoma City is the bottom of the league in points. The Wolves are the top of the league in points. The number one offense in the National Basketball Association is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Unreal. That's kind of cool. 15th in rebounding, but the war, but the uh, Thunder. I always mix the Thunder and the Warriors up. I don't. I, I don't get it. I'm crazy because I think it used to look like. I think the Warriors uniforms or logo in the late 90s, early 2000s, they had that weird-looking guy with the, the lightning bolt. I think that's what's doing it to me. Um, <clears throat> they're fourth in rebounding. That's pretty good. Their field goal percentage is the bottom of the league, just like their points, bottom of the league. Free throw percentage, yeah, who cares? Three-point percentage, bottom of the league. So they have the worst offense in the league, period. And every facet, three-point field goal percentage and points. They are the worst offense in the league. <clears throat> Uh, them being the Thunder, anyway. 29th in assist. Turn, assist to turnover ratio, they're significantly better than the Wolves. 
and that's about it. How many areas? Are, yeah, they're rebounding their way better than the Wolves, but most most things, the Wolves are ahead by a significant margin. Both teams are really good in steals. The Wolves should win this game, even though it's, you know, I don't know. Why did I just do that? Sorry. The, the Wolves should take care of business. Just keep it up. Keep playing well, guys. You know, that's all I got to say about that. Timberwolves are 34 and 29 on the season. Oklahoma 20 and 42. 20 and 42. And I will not make jokes about tornadoes, even though the Wolves could be good like that, I guess. We'll see. But I'm not going to make fun of tornadoes in Oklahoma City. That's probably pretty poor taste on my part if I go there. That <laughs> wouldn't be nice. Uh, the Thunder, 2-3 and three in their last five. San Antonio, 114-106 to 106 loss. Hosting Phoenix, 124-104 to 104 loss. Victory over Indiana in Indianapolis. Pacers are losing every game lately. 129-125. Sacramento, 131-110 to 110 loss. Woof. Ouch. And they beat Denver recently in Denver. Denver's been struggling pretty bad. 119-107. to 107, And then they host the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight. Marsh Le Fall. So... I'm going to pick a win. Let's just put it at that. Let's pick a win. Well, I, I, I guess if we're going to lose a game this year to the Thunder, this would be the one. But, because I can't pick this week to be undefeated. I am going to I am gonna pick a win tonight, though. I think the Wolves are going to sweep the Oklahoma City Thunder. Let's leave it at that. Final score of 118 to, yeah, the Wolves should be able to take care of business. 118-105. Um, no, let's just assume no Anthony Edwards. D'Angelo Russell with 28. The Wolves end up winning. D'Angelo Russell leads the club with 28. <clears throat> the Wolves host Portland on a Saturday and Monday. Saturday and Monday. I think we're going to lose one of these games. Portland is one of those funky teams. Uh, there is no C.J. McCollum to torch us anymore. Both of these games are in target center, so that's kind of cool. <clears throat> But, yeah, there's no McCollum to torch us, but there's still Lillard to torch us. McCollum is now a Pelican. And, yeah, McCollum, after being traded, had, had already, still had, from being traded anyway, still has more games played for Portland than Damian Lillard lately. So that's kind of sad. 24 points a game for Damian Lillard. Otherwise, Norman Powell is the second leading scorer. Yusuf Nurkic can be so valuable at times. He can be a headache to deal with for Carl Anthony Towns. Robert Covington, I believe he got traded, right? I, Robert Covington's been all over the place. He's been traded like six times this year, or this year, the last couple of years. He's on the Clippers, that's right. Yeah, he looks like a Clipper. <laughs> in the in the in the the uh, the image with the Portland uniform or Portland jersey on, still look. Yeah, he looks like a Clipper. He just put the Clipper jersey in front of him or Clipper logo. Part of me, Anthony Simons has been around. Simmons or Simons, whatever the heck it is has been kind of uh, improving for the last four years or so. And now he's at 17 points a game, and he makes 40% of his threes. So pretty solid, pretty solid player. Uh, he makes his free throws like crazy, 88%. I, I love guys like that, unless you're playing against them anyway. And, yeah, they make every damn free throw when you're trying to, you know, hopefully sneak up on them and do something positive. <laughs> ben McLemore, a guy who's become a journeyman, he's still on the Blazers. And, um, yeah, he's been all over the league. Sacramento, remember, he was looked on as a stud prospect <clears throat> years ago coming into Sacramento, similar to uh, Buddy Heald before, or after him, I believe. Then he was at Memphis, and then Houston, Los Angeles Lakers, Portland Trailblazers. So, yeah, he's been a journeyman. Still, He's still solid, and he, his name has been brought up for the Wolves in, in the past on a couple trade deadlines. 
yeah, 2013, seventh pick. People were very, very like, wow, very intrigued by him going into that draft, like a DeMar DeRozan type or something. Yeah, let's not put those two guys in the same sentence. Whew, DeMar DeRozan looks like Michael Jordan right now. De- dead serious. Okay, kind of. Yeah, yeah, a, a mid-range type of guy who doesn't shoot a million threes, but is just unbelievable. High IQ and scores 30, 30 points a game. That sounds like, uh, sounds familiar. 30 plus a game. Sounds like my favorite player that ever put a basketball jersey on. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> and played for the Bulls, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the Wolves are going to split with the Portland Trail Blazers and sweep the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's the bottom line. I think the Wolves... Wait a minute. This is a back-to-back, isn't it? So this is the loss. Yeah, this is the loss. It's a back-to-back. Wolves lose this game. The Wolves lose to the Blazers. One, I didn't even look at their overall stuff here. I apologize. I'm clicking on all the wrong stuff. March the 5th, of course. Uh, they're 22nd in points, 22nd in rebounding, 25th in field goal. Gosh, they're bad in everything, pretty much, except turnovers. They protect the ball reasonably well. So it's not a good basketball team right now. Uh, their record is 25 and 37. They're just out. They're literally just out. Just, just put that. Just put that label on the Portland Trailblazers right now. They're out. They're not going to make the playoffs. And if they do, that'd be interesting. But I think the Wolves lose this game because we are the worst back-to-back team ever, all-time worst team on a back-to-back ever. It, it's it's ridiculous. At least coming off of a win. That, that's what it is. So I do think the Wolves beat Oklahoma City and then lose to Portland. If we come off a win, we never, ever, 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 ever have swept the back-to-backs in the last X amount of years. What is it, like 29 in a row now? The worst. It's like the Minnesota Twins in the postseason. We can't even win a freaking game. Oh, twins in the postseason. What are we, over 18 or something? The last 18 playoff games? Get out of town, Minnesota Twins. Go, go. <laughs> Just, you know, fire the whole management. I, I don't give a damn anymore. They don't know what they're doing yet. Check out uh, Frank Viola on Dan Barrero yesterday. It would be the third hour. Oh, I, I absolutely love Frank Viola. And guess what? Frank Viola gave props to whose who's team? Your team, the Minnesota Timberwolves. He's very impressed. Pretty cool. Frank Viola, a New Yorker, a twin that played in the 1980s. Yes, loves your current Minnesota Timberwolves. What do you think of that? Isn't that cool? <laughs> you, you think a guy from New York wouldn't give a rat's ass about the Timberwolves? Oh, he does. And there are New Yorkers that do care about this team, apparently. So, really appreciate you out there that do. I believe Benzo, yep, out of New York, right? So, isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? I just love, yep, yep, I believe Benzo is from New York. So, Minnesota is up two games to zero so far on the Portland Trailblazers. I do believe we win the season series three games to one. So, we lose Saturday, we win Monday. Saturday, the final score should be along the likes of... Hmm, this doesn't look good. I'm seeing something here. Yikes. Um, I'm going to backtrack really quick. Look at the injuries. Justice Winslow, Achilles. Ouch. That's... Yeah, that is what it is. Yusuf Nurkic, left foot plantar fasciitis. So the Wolves could sweep this team. Uh, and then Eric Bledsoe, left Achilles. Yikes, man. Feb the 7th. So... Another depleted team. Maybe the Wolves do win. I got a sneaky feeling we're going to lose one of these and win the other. So let's just, I'm just going to assume that. Because I'm not going to pick the Wolves to go 4-0. and And if we do, more power to us. Go, go, go Wolves. But 4-0, and come on. That's, that sounds like a homer. Final score should be along the likes of... 
how has Portland been faring? Yeah, they've been giving up points. They give up a lot of points at times, and sometimes they don't score crap. Uh, but I do think this one's going to be like one. Yeah, and it's going to be low scoring because the Wolves will be tired too. Uh, even if it is just Oklahoma, maybe we rest the starters enough and we blow them out pretty bad, but I don't know. Uh, 113 to 105, Portland beats the Wolves. Leading scorer in the game, I think, will be Carl Anthony Towns, especially with no Nurkic. <clears throat> but the Wolves don't win. The next game, I think the Wolves crush Portland, though. On Monday, it'll be absolutely demolition. The Wolves come out and crush Portland, 128 to, to 110. Uh, D'Angelo Russell with 35 points, and the Wolves dominate the Portland Trail Blazers. Just a fun, fun night. Wolves go home winners. Maybe we take a big enough lead, though, that Russell doesn't even get to 30. Gets to, like, 28 or something. But I do believe that. I will not pick Anthony Edwards to return this week, but maybe he will and put up 40 against Portland in one of these games. But the Wolves win that one, and the Wolves will sweep Oklahoma City Thunder with a victory in the next uh, game coming up here. I believe it's a Wednesday? Yeah. Wednesday the 9th. The Wolves end up sweeping Oklahoma for the season, which would be wonderful. Final score, one 22 to, yeah, this is in Target Center, 122 to 99. The Wolves demolish Oklahoma City. Let's assume Anthony Edwards returns 25 points. The Wolves end up getting the win. It's kind of spread around a bit, but 25 to lead the way for Anthony Edwards will return that night, and a good night to return rather than going into uh, Florida with Orlando and Miami. I think the schedule gets pretty tough with those two. We don't usually beat those guys, even, even Orlando. I don't know why. We just don't. We just don't win in Florida very much. So, you have the Florida two-step coming up next week, Friday, Saturday, and then head to San Antonio on Monday. Blah, blah, blah. So, it'll be another four games coming up there. But the Wolves end up going 3-1 and one this week, in my humble opinion. With that, we'll take a quick break and look around. See if any of you guys had anything to say this week. Explosion segment number three, fan interaction segment, or so I'd like to believe it is anyway. The Vigit application, we're going to start with that here quick. V-I-G-I-T, it is an app for Apple and Android devices, of course. Do download it today. It's, of course, very much free. It is fantasy betting, fantasy betting, which is a lot of fun to compete against other people, especially as we get into March Madness coming up. That's going to be really fun. And, of course, keeping up with all the NBA games, all the NHL games going around. This is the most wonderful time of year, in my opinion. Absolutely. As uh, NBA and NHL are not distracted by college football and all that crap and the Super Bowl and all that. Um, of course, college basketball gets in the way often, but I want to see your NBA, NHL. That's what I'm all about when it comes to sports. Those are my favorite things to keep up with at the end of the day. Social media for sports bettors. You can post about your picks. See what others are saying about games. Vigit Betting League's a month-long betting competition to see who the best sports better is over the course of a month. Free-to-play sportsbook. Bet free coins. Win real prizes. Betting stats. There's great information available on the Vigit Lake Line movement where the public is betting. Again, this is not real money wagering. Also, do jump on board the Crypto.com app on Apple or Android devices. I know some of you are probably sick and tired of hearing about crypto, and I apologize if it's redundant, but it's, it's fun to do. And, of course, yes, um... This is not a guaranteed win. You're not going to come in and make a million dollars. I'm not going to be like the Amway BSer that comes up to you and says, do you want to make a million dollars? Then you're going to make a million dollars. BS, BS. Maybe you will. 
but I'm not going to guarantee any of that. B.S. I'm not Amway. I never will be. I hate that pyramid crap where they try to suck you in and to make you believe. And then a year later, you're like, what a waste of time, you know, what a waste of time. So what's going on with cryptocurrency? You know, it's similar to the stock market. In some ways, it's more fun. In some ways, it's more fun. And <clears throat> when you can catch a catch a uh, something during a run, that's what it's all about. You get in maybe as something's going down. You jump in, and then there's a run later on, and then you sell. That that's that's how you make money in this world. Um, so it's similar to that. And I just I just want to encourage you to get on board. It is a very profitable thing if you're able to time things correctly. And obviously, again, it is what it is. You're not guaranteed to come ahead. You are not. <laughs> so I'm just being honest with you, being blunt and honest. Uh, so I, I'm not going to bullshit you like so many people do. And I apologize for the French there, but. Um, of course, other podcasts, that's all they do is swear. <laughs> but do join the app. And when you do, when you want to mention me as a referral, use the uh, link in the show description. It'll show that I referred you. It'll put you, uh, it'll put $25 in your account, and it'll also help this show out. So greatly appreciate that. So do get on crypto.com. It is an app. It is not a website, even though it sounds like one. And, of course, the Los Angeles Lakers, it is their main uh, name on their new stuff, or on their, on their arena now instead of Staples Center. Crypto.com Arena, baby. <laughs> Lakers and Clippers. So, obviously, it's a multi-billion dollar uh, organization, so to speak. With all of that said, uh, I regret to inform you, nobody <clears throat> nobody interacted with the show this week. So, that stinks. But it is what it is. It's my fault for being inactive. It, it really is. What the heck? What the heck? I must have put the wrong... Uh, oh, that's way off. Okay, somebody was liking something from way back. Yeah, the fun rivalry. Want to thank Tanae Brown, Levi Brown, both out of New Zealand, for retweeting the show. Vince Germano for retweeting it out of Australia. Benzo, I'm pretty sure. Yes, yes, Bronx, New York. That's what I. That's what I thought. Benzo out of the Bronx, New York. Love you, Benzo. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, yep. So you're gonna always get a shout out from me, always, and I, I appreciate you very much. And of course, Tanae and Tanae Levi. Vince Germano, you guys are just pillars for this show. You know, <laughs> it might not be a fan interaction segment, but fan appreciation segment. We can look at it that way. Those of you that haven't interacted, but you've, you've, you've been listening for so long, just thank you. Thank you. And please do interact at TWolvesEX, at TWolvesEX, or Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. I'd really love to hear from you. Again, I had to replace the Twitter account because the other one was killed for some reason. I'm still not sure what happened. That's why the Twitter followership is so small. The other one had like over a thousand. This one has eighty-one at the moment. So if you're just thinking I'm some like schmuck who just showed up, not true, not true. Who just showed up and no one gives a damn about. Obviously that hurt the show when that happened. So it sucks. <clears throat> it is what it is. So those of you that have been listening all this time and wondering where my Twitter account is, it's this one. So at TWZX, just simply give it a follow. Keep up with the show. And those of you that have. You know, come over from the other one. Thank you so very much. God bless you. Um, would love to hear from somebody to call into the show and all that. I, I really miss that. Major shout out to the Courtside Podcast. They've been recording now three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row. They're back again. It just popped up last night, at least here in the uh, United States. That would have been in the morning, I believe, in Australia, right? Yeah, or early or early afternoon. Early afternoon in Australia yesterday it popped up. Maybe they'd recorded like a few hours or, or like a day earlier or something because uh, um, 
Wayne Hunt likes to likes to do a good job editing. I'm, I do too, but a, a lot of times, being by myself, I don't have to edit as much. That's the thing. When you have people talking over each other, that's going to happen. You're going to be editing a little more. So, But I, I try to do my best. I try to pretend like this is a live show. That way it's... You know, that way I don't stammer over myself as much. And of course, I, you know, obviously there's things you need to clean up here and there as well. Maybe this, maybe that, maybe there's some weird noise happens in the background or suddenly you get a sneezing fit or whatever the heck it is. <laughs> but uh, courtside podcast, though, now that I need to get back to where I need to be here, I'm really sorry, guys. C-R-T-S-D-E on Facebook. Look them up on Twitter. Look them up on Facebook. They're Australians. They're awesome guys. They love the game. Uh, Wayne Hunt is a... Oh, the oven's ready. Ha, that's cute. Wayne Hunt, and no, I'm not burning anything. It's just warmed up. Wayne Hunt is from... Yeah, he's from Sydney, Australia, and he's a Memphis Grizzlies fan. Stu Benson, also from Sydney, Los Angeles Lakers fan. Vinrock, Vince Germano, from Melbourne, Australia, Lakers fan. He loves the Cleveland Browns as well, and he does love your Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes, he does. Um, There was a wonderful, wonderful ongoing rant <laughs> on the last courtside podcast about uh, Garnett and Anthony Anthony Edwards and such. I should have had that ready and played that. That would have been a good uh, deal for Fan Interaction segment. I apologize. I don't know if I have it ready to go or not. But if I did, I would put it on for sure. So, I feel like an idiot. I should have saved it. I should have. I, I should do it, but maybe I'll play it on the next episode. Because it's not anything that's like, oh my god, it's time sensitive. Now it's old. It's worthless. So, I'll try to get it on to the next episode. So, that, that can make the next episode a little something fun to look forward to. Uh, very, 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 very high praise for Anthony Edwards from all three of them. You know, uh, Stu Benson basically said that uh, Anthony Edwards is going to be the best player in the league in the next couple of years. Think about that. That is as high praise as it gets. So, pretty damn cool. Uh, let me just say, I absolutely love what uh, Vince Romano said. Uh, Wayne Hunt has many great takes about basketball. But I absolutely love what Vince Romano said. So, just generally speaking. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm a little more realistic about certain former members of the Minnesota Timberwolves. We'll leave it at that. Uh, other people put put them on higher pedestals, or at least a certain player on a very high pedestal to a point he's untouchable. I just don't agree with that. That's just the way I. That's just the world I live in. Maybe I'm maybe I'm the worst Timberwolves fan ever, but uh, we'll leave it at that. Please call into the show if you could. Simply open up the free voice recording application on any smart device on the planet. Open it up, press record, treat it like a phone call, and then share it slash email it to paladinolive at yahoo.com. Paladinolive at yahoo.com. This will be in the show description as well, of course. I will then convert the file into an MP3 file thanks to zumzar.com. Love that website. It starts with a Z where you can convert files into MP3 or whatever the heck else. So I could put it in the uh, editing software. Get it on here. I will not edit your call unless you really, really want me to. Like there's a lot of stammering, which there never is. You know, Tanae and Vince and, and uh, you know, I believe a few others have done that uh, in the past. But those have been the two main people. They're, they don't stutter around. They're really good at it. So... It's just you put it in the software, obviously, so it goes into the third segment, this and that. With that said, thank you always. Please do write a positive rating on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher. Uh, you can do star ratings on Spotify. And, of course, Audible also has ratings, uh, rating system. Really appreciate those of you that have done that in the past. Please, anybody out there willing to do that, I'd greatly appreciate it. With that said, have a wonderful week. Go Timberwolves. Take advantage of the schedule.